131 in which myself and my lovely wife Tiffany B discuss the entirety of the Scream franchise. Scream 1, 2, 3 and 4 will all be dissected by our blades in both spoiler-filled and spoiler-free fashion because, I don't know, there might be one of you out there who hasn't seen them. slasher movie genre was in the doldrums. The 70s and 80s hits of Nightmare on Elm Street, Halloween and Friday the 13th had been beaten into submission by so many inferior sequels and the world was crying out for something new to get scared about. Along came Kevin Williamson and his script, Scary Movie. Himself a horrorphile, Williamson laced his scripts with referential tropes of all the previously mentioned films and defiantly genre-savvy teens. You couldn't get away with the stuff from Hellraiser because these kids had seen Hellraiser. The movie was a huge success and the sequel was greenlit, shot and released within a year of the original. Scream was such a hit that Titanic, the most Titanic film of all time for a while, actually moved its release date for fear of clashing with Scream 2. Scream 3 rounded out the trilogy before the series lay dormant for a decade. Then David Arquette and Nev Campbell realised they hadn't really done anything for 10 years and Courtney Cox couldn't translate that friend's cachet into movie stardom, so they went back to the well with Scream 4, a film designed to kickstart a new trilogy. Director Wes Craven's untimely death put an end to those plans, which leaves us with a quadrilogy of slasher films with all the main stars and the director present and correct for every single one of the installments, which is not common at all. In fact, it's unique. It's very unique. In the spirit of the Halloween season, Tiffany B. and I watched all four screams... Some re-watching, some for the first time. And are about to delve deep into every single one of them. First in spoiler-free fashion, and then spoiler-filled. So you're getting spoilers for all of them, or for none of them. I'm sorry, but that's just the way we're doing it. Most of them are almost 20 years old, so just shut up. So is the Screamilogy... amazing, Or... Is it a scruffy piece of shit? Scru, scruffy, scruffy, or amazing scream? Scream. Did you get it? Oh, scream! Scream! Oh my god! Uh-huh. Um, Tiffany B. Hello. And I don't know how we're going to do this. Really, we probably should have discussed it beforehand. Sure. Um, what do you think of all four screams in a spoiler-free capacity? Well, uh, gosh. Well, let's 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 start with the first one. Okay. Let's start with the first one. Let's. Had, is I assume you had seen this one before our recent. I had. Yes, I had seen it probably a handful of times. Handful of times. So this is your favorite film ever. No. 
It's just I mean, one it's that rare comes that you'll up go a lot. back. Okay. You know. You know what it's like. You're sitting around with your friends and then they're like, oh, let's watch Scream. And you say, all right. And that's how it goes. It's <laughs> <laughs> um, a hell of an anecdote, babe. <laughs> um, I'm sorry, what was the question? <laughs> uh, what did you think of Scream? One. One. Just Scream. Just Scream. I mean, w- w- did your did your opinion change in the intervening years? Now you look, look on um, it with the, the wisdom of old age no I don't I mean I think the only it in some ways I think I felt less impressed with it okay but I do think and I thought this as I was writing on my notes oh yeah that I I do think it was very original in its day yeah um and watching the four of them back to back you start to think oh Jesus same old same old (laughs) um but the first one, yeah. I think, did a really good job of kind of introducing something new. Yeah. And so I, I really liked the first one. I thought it was really good. Nice. Um, I think the others are varying quality, all less good than yeah. the first. Um, I think Scream 2 is my least favorite. Okay. Um, I just think it's trying really, really hard. Yeah. And it just hasn't really got a good enough story um, to hold it. No. A good enough plot. Yeah. Um, you know, because these kind of films, for me anyway, live or die. Live or get murdered. Like the films. Like the people in the films. Like the people get murdered and die. Um, by their plot and like who it is. Yeah. And why they're doing what they're doing. The okay. killer. Yeah. Um, and so for me, Scream 2 is like, huh? Really? Sure. Okay, sure. Um, Scream 4 is even worse <laughs> in terms of the villain and the reasoning. Yeah. Um, but Scream 3, I think, is pretty good. So, yeah. I, um, I think they're varying quality. But my order... If I can. Your gold, silver, you like bronze, to... tin. Yes. My gold, if you hadn't guessed it, was the first one. Oh. Uh, my silver is Scream 3. Okay. I quite liked it. It's not good, but it's entertaining. <laughs> I think that's the thing the with thing. Scream it's not 3. It's good film. It has some good things in it, but it's it's much more entertaining. Okay. Um, and then followed by Scream 3. Four, mm-hmm. and then lastly, Scream Two, which I think are the two that take themselves most seriously. Okay, um, That's interesting. And so for me, not as good. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, because it, it, it the the third one certainly doesn't take itself seriously. No. Um, it becomes ever more kind of farcical. Yes. Reasoning for that is that it was released. I think relatively shortly after uh, Columbine. Oh, okay. And so the idea of having a very violent high school, or yeah. a very violent film, was in bad taste. Was in was in poor taste. So that is the one that kind of leans more on the comedy side of things, mm. and it's a little bit more farcical than yes. scary. It is, yeah. Which I think a lot of people. A lot of diehard like. Scream fans. I'm sure, yeah. Making a mockery of my series, man. What's going on? Um, what did you think? Uh, 
of three and or others. I agree with most of what you've said there. Okay. Um, I agree with you that I think the first one's the best. Mm. I think the first I one I think is, that's kind of yeah, a given, right? It's always the way. Kind of agreed upon. Um, despite of what Scream 2 might have you believe in their little discussion of sequels. Oh, yeah. Sequels being better than the originals. Um, I, yeah, I think Scream does, does a really good job of... Yeah, kind of subverting expectations and um, doing something different. Mm. Um, and it has a lot more kind of rules yeah. of horror films that, that they can kind of play on. Um, I think the yeah, the character of Randy yes. uh, and how he's treated throughout the series, I think is very important. I yes. think he's a, he's a definitely a fan favorite. Yeah. Um, because he's the one with all the rules. He's the, yeah. the kind of the gatekeeper of, of what's going on here. Yeah. Um, and I think the, the first one does a really good job of that. And I feel like the, all of the sequels really fall into the same trap that Deadpool 2 fell into. Stay with me. Um, okay. um, in that Scream 1 and Deadpool 1 are both in some ways kind of taking the piss out of a certain type of film. Yes. Scream is taking the mick out of horror films, like formulaic horror films. And Deadpool's taking the mick out of formulaic superhero films. And they do that and they do it really well. And it's fun and it's entertaining. It's good. And then it gets to the sequel and they kind of run out of ideas a little bit. And then you find them going, turning into the kind of film yeah. that the first one would have taken the mickey out of. Yeah. Um, which I think is a shame. I think the the second one is obviously very rushed in that classic Hollywood way of, oh, this works. So let's get another one out as quickly Just as possible. Do it again. Yeah. Um, and it was even more rushed because the script for the second one was uh, leaked. It was one of the first big oh, yeah. internet-based leaks. The script was leaked, so the who the killers were and all that kind of stuff was... Um, uh, yeah, common knowledge. I mean, you know, in certain... You could find in it. In certain circles, yeah. Yeah. All those nerds Gosh, typing it in on Alta Vista everything. using their keyword... I don't know. Um, <laughs> so they had to kind of rewrite it a lot. Did this, they rewrite the whole thing? Largely, I think they probably still had the kind of they had to have the same locations and stuff. Yeah. But just what happens and who the killers are, I think that's the. Big had they one. started shooting when? That um, I'm not sure whether they started shooting, but there there's lots of stories of like the the cast will talk about you know we got our scenes the day before we were shooting them, um, or sometimes on the day of shooting them, and and just like right, you've got to learn because the guy wrote them last night so yeah. now you've got to learn them uh, and now you've got you know because it was just they were playing catch up go, I guess go, the go. whole time yeah yeah. Um, and yeah so I think that it, and it shows yeah um, the third one I, I think is fine I quite like the fourth one I thought the fourth one did you? yeah I thought I I thought it started badly but I think for me I I would have the same order as you, but swipping three and four. I think oh, four is a bit better than four. three. Really? Yeah. Mm. Um, I disagree. Gosh. Gosh, we are just going to come to blows on this. This might be the end of us. Um, I think that all of the films 
do a pretty good job of casting suspicion. Because mm. ultimately, the game of it is trying to guess who, who it is. Who is it, yeah. And picking up on clues and little bits and pieces. And it does a very good job, I think, of making you suspect it, the people. people that it isn't. Yeah. I think sometimes maybe they hammer too hard on certain people. Yes. Because that just convinces you that it isn't them. Yes. So you're like, it people can't kind be. of walking in shadows and oh yes, yes. oh yeah oh, I certainly wouldn't do that Sydney <laughs> and then you find out that they wouldn't do that you think, well, why are you just talking like an idiot <laughs> yeah if you <laughs> watch it back sense. again you're like what the fuck is he saying that for <laughs> what a weirdo um, yeah so I think it's very good at doing that but then yeah when the, the reveals actually come I think it's uh, yeah can often be a little bit un Overwhelming in terms yes. of motivations. Yes. Um, but it does some very, very clever things in the first one, especially. Yes. And um, that I won't get into now because we're in spoiler free territory, but we'll delve into in spoiler filled. Yes. Um, that are very simple, but kind of, to, to my mind, I mean, I'm not a big, we're not big horror aficionados, no, that's but true. seems very uh, revolutionary. Yeah. Um, so we have talked in spoiler freeness enough. Especially bearing in mind, there's nobody in the world who hasn't seen these, um, or At hasn't least. seen them and cares enough about not yeah. seeing them. Blah blah blah. Um, so unless you have any, I don't. I don't have any. Good. Um, then we shall move on. Let's. Thank you very much for listening. If this is the end of where you're listening, and really, why is this the? You're an, you're an odd species. <laughs> you're an odd little duck um, in terms of your specific. Uh, requirements for this podcast why would you even click it? anyway thanks very much <laughs> appreciate you listening um and you know come back and listen again when you've watched all four of the screamilogy um but everybody else all you all you spoiler filled sons of bitches um you have only a jingle's worth of time before we get to that so let's have that jingle right now we're just about to spoil this film so i'm telling you it won't be groovy if you listen any further without watching the movie, it's spoilers! There we go. There's the jingle. We are out of the desert of spoiler-free. We are thick into the swamp of spoiler-filled where we shall be using our patented 5.6 outcome rating system to delve into the nitty and indeed the gritty of all four scream films and we will be diving into all four we might not talk massively in depth about every single one of our five points but we have five points for each film aren't we incredible so we have maths fans 40 points to get through so we're gonna be quick so we're gonna be speedy speedy um so let's start i mean should we just go through them in order Sure. I suppose that makes sense, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, Scream 1. Scream 1. Tiffany B. Give you a point, will you? Give you a point. Shall I go through all of my points or just the one? Um, yeah, go through all of your points and then let's have one at the end that you want to discuss more fully. Okay. So, my points are positive opening scene. Sure. Positive, uh, the kind of self-referential nature. Mm-hmm. Uh, the self-awareness yeah. of the film. Um, 
positive. Uh, there's lots of aspects to the plot that um, kind of mislead you or confuse you or whatever, but they actually have reasonable explanations for them. So like Such as? her dad being missing yeah. um, is a good plot line, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, the kind of boyfriend. Yeah. What's going on with him? Is he a bad guy? So they cast yes, someone who, is. who clearly looks, looks like, a, like a bad guy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then the kind of cotton weary thing mm-hmm. of like, what's the story there? And the Gail Weathers thing. You know, so there's lots of different parts of it. Kind yeah. of, it feels pretty fully formed. Yeah. Anyway, positive. Uh, negative, I don't really love the killer's motives in it, especially Stu. Yeah. Because what is his motive? Just like, his, I love killing people? Yeah. He's he, just a he, I mean, he kind of jokes about peer pressure. There's a bit when they're going through the house, I think before all the, you know, hijinks has happened, where, or maybe it's during, where somebody hides in a room, in a dark room, and the room has lots of, like, you know, dismembered dolls in it and stuff. Yeah. Which implies, because it's Stu's house. Yeah. So it implies that he's, just yeah kind of a bit off the deep end yeah um yeah uh but i did last one positive i did really like that there were two killers in it yes because it did i feel like and again we are not the most educated in this area but that felt very original to me um and you know, explains how they were yeah. able to do things because it of it puts you off the scent of the boyfriend mm-hmm. because things happen and you're like, well, he couldn't have done that because he was yeah. there. Um, yeah, I think that's smart mm. uh, and interesting and something I hadn't seen um, before. But I would like my point. I would like to talk about. I would like to discuss. <laughs> is the opening scene Oof. for me? I think this is such a like iconic and um what rewatchable scene yeah like i feel like i could watch that apart from the film mm. just that part a few times because i do think it sets the mood so well yeah and I, it's probably because of um drew barrymore i think she does such a good job mm-hmm. but um it just sets it all up really well the mood of it the subversion the kind of self-awareness of because she's has the whole bit oh you know it's insulting all these films and mm. the way the girl always runs up the stairs instead of out of the door yeah and yeah like it sets it all up and it's playful and she's you know she's thinking oh this guy's flirting with me she says she hasn't got a boyfriend and it's all very i don't know has a certain tone but you know it's going to take a turn and it does and it's really scary. It yeah. does a really good job of being scary. Mm. Like, um, and it does also a good job of like setting her up for failure. Like she really, you get the feeling that she really tries to save her life. She tries yeah. to run out. She tries to do this, that and the other. Um, and it doesn't work. I mean, she kind of almost gets away, but um, yeah. So I think it's a great horror scene. Yeah. Um, it builds up tension really well. It's creepy as hell when you see him running around the house mm. when she's, you know, like when he's right there. Um, the boyfriend bit, like 
he's got his, her boyfriend. She says, oh, my boyfriend's going to come and get you. And he's like, nope. <laughs> Don't think so. Afraid not, baby. And then he, the fact that she sees her parents driving up the thing. Yeah. She tries to get to them and it's too late and her parents are right there. It's all so, like, deliciously close. Yeah. You know? That, that, that feels like a really successful kind of way to present. And mm. it's almost like a great standalone short film. Yeah. I mean, it lasts, like, 12... 12 minutes, I think. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, for me, I think that's a really, really iconic scene. I think it's really well acted, really well written. Um, and it sets the mood for the film really well. Yeah, I agree. That's one of my points. Um, I Yeah, I just think it's, it's really... It, one of the things that I like about it the most is that... And the, 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 all of the films kind of do this to a degree because they love using the voice changer thing but it's it creates horror out of something as mundane as a phone ringing yeah which everybody's been through yeah like not everybody's fallen asleep and had freddy krueger chasing through their dreams yeah. or gone to a summer camp and had this crazy machete guy come out yeah but like everyone's received a phone call and it could just be any i mean back in those yeah. days when you're at home on yeah, your own you're at home on your own somebody has access to you in some yeah. way it's you know you can think that you're all everything's all locked up but you're still kind of it can still get to you in Vulnerable. some, some yeah. way. Um, yeah, I think Drew Barrymore's really good. I think, yeah, it, it does a really good job, like you say, of giving you a, a horror protagonist that isn't an idiot. Yeah. Like, that doesn't do things that you're like, oh, what the fuck yeah. are you doing? Why would you do that? Because yeah. she does go, that's the, you know, the joke is that she's forced to go upstairs yes. and do the thing that she's just been moaning about yeah. but she didn't have any other choice it yeah. was the smart it was the only thing that she could do in that moment yeah um yeah so i think that's a that's a very good that kind of like you say sets the tone of like this isn't you know friday the 13th this yeah. isn't you know any number of other bad low budget slasher films where it's just about offing these kids yeah it's you know they're gonna try and get away yeah um that's not necessarily a compliment that i can give to the rest of the films, let's just say that. Um, <laughs> in terms of uh, the my points, yeah, uh, I really like that it's uh, genre savvy. Yes, really like the Randy stuff. Yeah. I just like Randy all over. I think he's he's a great character to have in these things. Yeah, the fact that he takes it so seriously and everyone's taking the piss out of him and stuff, but he knows, um, and it makes sense because you know the killers end up being their age, and so these are murderers who've yeah. been brought up on these Those films same. so they yeah, yeah in like knowing it or not knowing it they are playing by these rules yeah um so I, yeah i really like the fact that it's genre savvy that it has a lot of actual rules that it can play on yeah i'll be right back and having sex and yeah. doing drugs and alcohol and stuff are things that had been established yeah and when they try and do that with the other films it's all a little bit yeah reaching Tenuous. yeah yeah um the two killer twists i agree is genius it's so simple but so yeah so good yeah it can't be him because he and it can't be him. it can't be yeah but then it is you roll them out yeah. like entirely he seems like a killer yeah but he looks he like a killer can't he has the weird there. 90s strandy yeah. curtains of that a scene when he comes into her bedroom yeah in the night you're like, shame on all of us for not knowing that he's the killer. He pretty much wore a t-shirt that said, I'm clearly the killer, you idiots. Um, yeah. 
Um, I really like uh, Tatum's death. Mm. Um, it's kind of iconic, I yeah. think, in the, yeah. in the dog door. It makes no sense. Fine. No garage door would be would have motors oh. strong enough to lift you up. And she can clearly fit through it. She's clearly trying to make it seem like she can't, but she yeah. clearly can. But just the kind of... I, yeah. yeah, I think it looks cool. And then she's left there for people to find. Oh my god, she's hanging out. The thing. Yeah. Um, and they're, uh, so they're all uh, positives, and then a negative is stupid villains. And I, let's let's talk yeah. about this. Let's talk about the stupid villains. There we go. Go on. So they have their motives, which are kind of stupid. Yeah, but interestingly, that was part of the. They were debating whether it was scarier to have villains who had a motive oh, or villains who just, just didn't have a motive in that kind of strangers kind of way yeah. which I hate so let's which, but then it sounds like they went both ways yeah they're like so here's Billy... one who's just insane yeah and here's one who has a connection to Sydney and yeah yeah. so they just kind of split the difference mm. um, but they're so stupid it really annoys me because their plan is pretty solid to yeah. frame the dad they're yeah. stabbing each other they've you know they've thought it through yeah. they're committed to it um, but they explain all of this to Sydney and it's a recurring Where theme. there's no need to There's no that. need to explain. They're not Bond villains. You don't need yeah. to explain it to, to her. Matter. And if you do, like, stab her in the stomach, yeah. she's, she's going to be dying for a while. Yeah. You've got some time. Yeah. But explaining it to her, then stabbing each other, which yes. you need to do, I grant, you need to do, but stabbing each other whilst you haven't done anything to her, just out of... I was livid when I saw her. Like, you idiots, what the fuck are you doing? In a whole film where I hadn't really been able to say yeah. that. Just absolute morons. Yeah. Um botched job. Yeah. And then Gail comes back from the dead, or I can't remember whether she comes she's back like, from the dead or she just arrives on the scene and she's got a gun. She was yeah. And they managed to Injured, rush her or I something think. and yeah. they push her so she hits her head on a thing and is passed out. And then they just leave her. It's like, that's what you happened before. Learn your fucking lessons. Um, yeah, so that's super, super annoying. I mean, maybe they're distracted, you know? I mean, come on, guys. You've thought it all through. If you're yeah. just idiots, you're just yeah. idiots. But if you've thought everything through as well as yeah. you've had, it's classic villain decay of... Like, we've built these bad guys up to be really good. But then we think, oh, but the good guys well, have, have to win to at lose. the end. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we just instantly give them a lobotomy. And they're like, <laughs> um, yeah. So the, I think it really spoils it. Yeah. Spoils the ending, at least. Um, but yeah, up until that point, I think it's really good. Yeah. Yeah, I know what you mean. The ending is Come on, guys. a little much. It's all, Yeah, the explaining thing <sighs> yeah. as well. Gets it's a, a little, trope of the yeah. Scream. Well, I don't know. Yeah. We're just watching the end of Scream 2. Yeah. But both of the speeches of the bad guys explaining themselves are so long that they have to build in a bit where Sydney gets bored of listening to their speech, tries to escape, and they're like, oh no, I'm pointing a gun at you now. So twice in about three minutes they have to do it. Well, stupid. Maybe they're conscious that the audience might be getting up yeah, and walking away at absolutely. that Absolutely. Come on, guys. Um, let's. Let's yeah, I do think it's tough to to do that kind of end scene well mm. because you do have to explain to the audience yeah. why or not. You know, you yeah. have to have some kind of wrapping up mechanism. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So it's tricky, but it does. It is clumsy as well. Yeah. Yeah. 
So that was a four out of five for me. Me too. A very good film from both of us. Well done. From the sublime to the ridiculous. Here we go. Scream 2, baby. What you got for me? Okay, my points are uh, negative opening scene. Negative killing off Randy. Oh, boo. Negative um, blaming the movie's plotline. Yeah. Uh, negative the mum makeover plotline. <laughs> and positive um, at the end playing on the boyfriend ambiguity yeah. thing of like her doubting. Yeah. And he's like, no, I'm good. I'm good. And she's like, fuck up. My last boyfriend tried to kill me. Can I trust you? Um, yeah. So it was rough for me. What I would like to talk about is killing off Randy. Oh. It's only a quick point, really. But I do feel like he was not the heart of the film, but like the head of the film. Yeah. And, and he's just a character you want to see again and again. Yeah. Like, he would have, he should have survived all the films, mm. I think. Yeah. And so killing him off here just feels such a shame. I almost, like, wanted to stop watching it. Yeah. Because I'm like, oh, now what? Mm. Now it's just people running around. Like, I don't know. He just, of course he's a mechanism. Yeah. You know, he, he's there for a reason. So keep him. Yeah. Like, other people are there for no apparent reason. <laughs> <laughs> But he, he's got, like, you know, skills. Yeah. And then in later films, they bring in other people because they realise, oh, shit, we kind of need that it. guy. Yeah. Um, and so I think it was a mistake. And I, I know it's that whole thing of, like, surprise. You think, yeah. oh, Randy's not going to die. He survived the last film. Like, he's an integral part. Yeah. He's not going to. But I just, you know, if you're going to keep Gail Weathers around. Yeah. For who knows why. <laughs> like... You've got to keep Randy. He brings something. Yeah. He's he's Sydney's friend. He's mm -hmm. a bit weird. He's a Kinda geek. Loves her. Yeah, he loves her. You could play on that storyline yeah. more. Um Yeah, I just think it's such a shame. And like sloppy, like cheap frill type of thing. Yeah. Because the the moment of oh my god, they killed Randy is not worth the fact that they've killed Randy. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um yeah, so I think that's a big shame. And I think he would have brought a lot more cohesion to the other films. Mm. Um, even if he was eventually just saying, I don't know what's going to happen now. Yeah. Like, that's the scariest we're thing. We're in a new world yeah. of scary films. Or, yeah. You know, I think you could have spun it a few ways. And I think it would have been interesting. I just think he brought, you know, when you think back to the first film and what these films do differently, he was a big part of that. I mean, he is Scream. Yeah. Really. Yeah. Sydney's not Scream. She's no. just a you know, a girl who gets caught up in the yeah. middle of a murder thing. But the mechanics that make Scream Scream rely on genre savviness, which is what Randy brings. Yeah. And it, then you lose it. Yeah. And you lose hit and it it kind of takes away from well, what's the point in being genre savvy if you can get murdered as well? Yeah. It should that should be his, his bulletproof armor. Like, yeah. I'm never gonna die because yeah. I know all the rules and I know yeah. like, and he can don't be... walk backwards towards a news. Yes, van. exactly. Like, like you say in that scene where he gets killed through his own fault. Yeah. I mean, you know, killer aside. Yeah. It's his fault. <laughs> um, don't blame the victim. 
Because <laughs> of what he, he was wearing. Oh, yeah, I see. He, you know, he's meant to be, like you say, a, a horror movie savvy person. He knows all of them. He does that list in this film of, like, yeah. all, all of the campus set horror films. Yes. Most of which I assumed you'd made up. But yeah. then you look after his, oh, they're all real And he, he should survive for that reason. Yeah. He, and he should reference it. Like, yeah. I'm going to stand in this field in the middle of all these people so no with my back to whatever. Yeah. And there's no way you're going to be able to do with anything. With my back to nothing. <laughs> you can talk to me all day long. Yeah. And you can't do a thing. Yeah. That would have been so cool for mm. him to be this kind of character that the killer couldn't kill off. Yeah. In all the films. Yeah. Because he's always, not one step ahead exactly, but like cautious to any. Yeah you know, tricks or yeah. any traps. It's the idea of, like, a zombie apocalypse actually happening today. Mm. It would be largely the nerds that would, because they've been preparing for it their entire lives. Well, and they, Like, he yeah. knows, he, he's, he's got the knowledge. Yeah, and he should. It's that he's like, um, what's his name in uh, the zombie film jesse eisenberg yes yeah. and he has his his, all his rules yeah. and he survives by his rules and that's yeah. his thing and and that was you know that character before that character yeah and i i think i think it was a mistake mm. and i think i don't want to say i lost interest after they killed him because i'd lost interest right <laughs> <laughs> earlier than that but it really kind of thought i really thought i'm in bad hands here that's a bad decision <laughs> This is not going to be a good film. Yeah. So that's my... Wow. So it's a one for me. One. It's a one Um, I will agree with you on the opening. I think it's a bad opening. Mm. I think it doesn't add anything. It's really cluttered. It's like, and, especially compared to the first film opening. Yeah, You're so like, good. guys, you've got to try harder. Yeah. Like, this is not as good. And it kind of annoys me because it's a film... It's a it's a section of a film that's been written about going to the movies yeah. that seem that seems like it's been written by someone who's never been to the movies at all. Like, in what world is what's happening at the beginning of that film? At people jumping around yeah. and throwing popcorn everywhere, pretend to murder each other. What? Like it's a movie theater. That and does. when they're like, um, she goes out to get popcorn or whatever, and there's like 25 people out there. I'm like, hasn't the film started? Like, what are they all doing? Yeah. It doesn't... It, it's all just stupid. Yeah. And then he stabs him through a wall of a thing, which Why? is a great kill, but it was... And also, really... like, how did he know yeah. that that was going to be him? And then go find his girlfriend, just, what, the only other black person in there? <laughs> like, or were they targeted? Like... I mean, I think that there's... Well, Gail surmises that they were targeted because their names were analogous to names from the first one. But then there's no way that he could have known he would go to the toilet. It's not confirmed. And that he would listen to the thing. Yeah, it's stupid. Yeah. It's a bad opening. Um, I... uh, As a positive, the Dewey and Gail story, I think it's good. I think it wraps up nicely. I think she starts off being an arsehole he doesn't like her but then she kind of softens throughout the thing and then by the end they're working together and I think that's nice yeah. it's development, it's character work 
we might reference them again in slightly less uh, positive terms, but that's uh, that's a positive to me. Uh, I really like the car escape. I think that's a great sequence in when the they're in the car, car and Ghostface is like passed out on the yeah. thing. And they've got inch past him, and yeah. oh, is he alive or is he dead? Is yeah, he gonna, very you know, tense. That's a very tense scene. Yeah, which I, so I think that's really good. Um, I didn't like that Timothy Oliphant became really gay and really camp when he was revealed as the killer. I feel like all Did the way he? through, he's just like a regular guy. And then at the end, when he's explaining the plan, he's like, oh, yeah, I really like this. That's a, oh, did you like that? It's my partner. Tuition's expensive. I'm like, come on, man. Where the fuck did that come from? I, yeah, I guess that's him unraveling. I guess. Yeah, I don't It just know. seems weird and yeah. out of nowhere and just kind of a little bit offensive. Yeah. Like... Well, I'm a murderer, so I've got to be. I've got to, you know, I don't know. Well, like almost like a theatrical, yeah. you know, murderer, yeah. or villain. When it's, I don't know. Yeah. And obviously, I mean, his storyline is crap. Let's be honest, <laughs> it's, it's terrible. Yeah. That There's whole no reason like for it at all. Yeah. No. Crap. Um, and the the worst moment of the film, and I mentioned it when we just caught up on some highlights there. Stupid cops. Stupid cops in the library. <laughs> library? Just what? Like, livid. Here's this woman that's being... Been targeted. targeted. We know that she's been targeted. She's been targeted for years now. <laughs> you, your, your whole job. fucking job <laughs> is to protect her. She gets a message on a, a computer terminal in the library saying, Oh, I'm going to kill you and the cops can't save you or whatever take that as a legitimate threat which they do like there's two of them you say right i'm gonna stay with sydney you see if you can find whichever one of or i'm gonna take her thing. out of here take her out of the situation the killer is apparently here yeah the killer is is we know that it's inside the building from mr um exposition oh anybody who's on the computer is on is it you know in the library it's all hooked up to the same thing you've got an instant message and then he just scooches out of the way and <laughs> you know that's his job done um yeah but instead one of them, rightly so, ushers her away, ushers her away from the situation, keeping her safe, places her by an open doorway, just says, stay there. I'm going to go and check the computers, like a computer two down from my partner's one that he can clearly see as well. Just absurdly stupid. I think... To the point of parody, it's that stupid. Yeah. that's. It seems like something from Scary Movie. Yeah. Like, right, you stand next to this, like, you know, cupboard, or this darkened hallway, I'm just going to go and, you know, <laughs> hold hands with my partner while we check these computers. Fucking hell, guys. And earlier on, the fucking chief, or whoever it is, the sheriff, says that they're his best detectives. <laughs> Fuck off, mate. <laughs> Woodsboro is... Terrible. Or oh, it's not Whisper, is it? Or wherever the fuck they are. I don't know. Atrocious. Wherever the college town is. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So is the second one the one with Sarah Michelle Gellar at the, yes. towards the beginning? I also hate that. Yeah. I just think it's annoying. It seems like their attempt to... Oh, and it's stupid beyond belief. It's it's that... It, it really is that kind of stupid people doing stupid things. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm at home. I'm at this gigantic stupid sorority, sorority building and um i'm on my own and someone's calling me and threatening me my friend's here i'm just gonna let her leave not really telling her anything yeah. about it and then when he 
you know, appears to be like chasing me or attacking me. I'm just going to run around the house. Yeah. Like I could run outside. It seems that there's a party not like opposite 50 foot from yeah. where you are. <laughs> and like people, roads, police, things going on like stupid. Yeah. And, and I can't, I'm just like, well, fine. Yeah. Whatever. You deserve to die. You clearly this want is to die. This is like, <laughs> this is your goal. This is your lifelong dream. <laughs> Um, yeah, silly, 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 silly. Stupid, stupid Sarah Michelle Gellar. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was a two for me, and that was a one for you. That was a one for me. <sighs> Rough. Scream three. Okay. What do you got, Tiffany B? Uh, okay, I've got negative. Um, I think they laboured the policeman angle too much. Yeah. To the point where I think that's, he's really a character that you go, if we watched it again, You'd be like, why is he saying that like that? <laughs> like, you know, it was too yeah. it was too much. Like staring off, and I think he was well, asking maybe I'll her just questions. Murder you. Yeah, at one point that were very pointed and mm. weird. Anyway, yeah, I think they laboured it too hard for yeah. it not to be anything. Yeah, um, and that annoys me. Um, positive, I thought the actors mirroring the real life story of the first film was yeah. fun and silly yeah. and it's always kind of fun to like refer back to a film that you know yeah. and scenes that you know and like yeah I thought that was quite fun um, especially for us as we were watching the third one like four days after watching yes, the first exactly. one yes exactly like, ah. yeah. um, the all voice simulator which is just insane <laughs> Like, there's no... This is a negative point. Um, not insane, like, amazing. Um, yeah, so stupid. So stupid. So negative. Um, positive. Um, I did like the killer's identity and reasoning in this. It did take me by surprise. Nice. And then it didn't disappoint me too much. I was yeah. like, okay, I can see that. Um and then it had a kind of slapsticky violence in it, which I know was silly. Yeah. And I, like we say in the grand scheme of things, people who are big horror fans are mm. going to say, that was, why are you doing that? Yeah. But I quite enjoyed it. Um, <laughs> so that was a positive. Do you have any particular examples? And there's the one with the guy running around the house and they, he pulls the rug from underneath. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like already injured. Yeah. And so he's bare, like hobbling along and he pulls the rug, which looks like he's pulled it like maybe a foot. <laughs> and then he flips, like double flips <laughs> up into the air. And it's just so silly and ridiculous. They you resisted have to the laugh. urge to add in the whoop, 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 yeah, like sound effects. Exactly. Yeah, it gets a little ridiculous. But yeah. I quite enjoy it because nice. yeah relief from the madness yeah um so what i would like to talk about in detail is this voice simulator <laughs> because they never explain outside of the fact that i guess this guy works in movies and yeah. so maybe has access to tools that are a little more sophisticated than the original voice it's possible changer thing i think you're being generous but sure let's go on like but I could understand him having lots of different voices, maybe. Yeah. But not exact, you know, mimics of yeah. the voices of people in the film. Mm. There's no reason or or explanation for that. 
Gail says he's got our voices. He's got all of our voices in the same way that fucking Ursula the Sea Witch yeah. steals Ariel's yeah. voice. Yeah, and then we're like, okay, he's done. stolen them. Yeah. Oh well, there we go. <laughs> Move it on. Just, I mean, it is a good. It's a good idea to yeah. have like to be able to misdirect oh, yeah. people and confuse people and point suspicion Bring at each other and all of that. Yeah. But it doesn't make any sense. No. There's no explanation where it's come from. Yeah. Or how it's possible. Um, nothing. So I, I just think that's somewhat insulting. Give me a bad excuse even. Yeah. A bad reason. Yeah. A badly like thought out reason. I could get more on board of that with that rather than you just not telling me mm. and saying, yeah, this is a thing. No. 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 It's not a thing. How how does that work? Because it starts with cotton at the beginning and yes. that you can almost what, because he's on forgive TV? because he's on TV. Yeah. So there must be lots of recordings of his voice yeah. in that same way that yeah. it's like a plot point in an episode of 30 Rock because... Um, Jack Donaghy did that like oh, talking yes, dictionary yes. thing and so it's then, like almost like Alexa voice or yeah, something and then yeah. in the office Joe Bennett has her autobiography and that's recorded yeah. so it's like you can yeah. I don't know. but like the fact that he's got fucking Dewey's voice yeah it's like he, he never speaks <laughs> how can you have his voice yeah stupid yeah I didn't like that. It was a real shame because, yeah, like, nice idea, but terribly executed. Yeah. And also just too far out there. Yeah. It's too impossible. Mm. Like, if it had been people that sounded like them. Yeah. You know, maybe they sound a bit off or something. Mm. or Maybe, but to say, yeah, like, I'm Ursula and I have their voices. Yeah. And just, that's all you need to know. Yeah. <laughs> um, Move on, guys. Come was on. Just, was just, a, you know, beyond the pale. Did you feel I'm like it was a slap in the face? I'm on board with the slapstick. You know, let's pull the rug, literally, from under people. Oh. I can, you know, yep, I'm with you. Silliness with the replicas and the new actors playing the old actors and blah, blah, blah. Yep, on board. And then you just give me this little bullshit plot line of a... He's got all our voices. Yeah, No. No, no, no. Too far, Break too not. far. No. Tapping out. You've lost this fan. Um, yeah. So, it was a three, though, for me. A three. Okay. Um, so, a good film. Yes. Um, for me, the voice changes were there as well. Again, You negative. loved it, though. Negative. Uh, <laughs> negative. Um, I, I felt the silliness was too, too much. much. Yeah. For this, for, for a film, I yeah, this is the one that it really had become that which it sought to subvert. Yes. Um, just all of the, you know, uh, what's her name, Parker Posey, some of her reactions in it. Who's that? Which one the, is that? The other Gail. Oh, yeah. It's I just, liked her, Like, though. she's in a Hammer Horror film. So, like, come on. <laughs> I liked that because they did, they did refer to her being, like, an over-the-top actor. But it wasn't just her. She was the worst, but, like, Emily Mortimer was... Oh, she was awful. Bits. Yes. I mean, yes. Um, so it was just, yeah, overall it was too hammy for something that had started yes. off being like, yeah, remember all those, all that hammy bullshit? We're not going to do any of that. We're going to take the piss out of that. Yeah, punk rock. And then this is like, oh no, but 
now we know why films well, we do kind that of because like we don't him. have any ideas. Yeah. Um, uh, positive. Um, I like that Sydney had levelled up. I kind of wish that she had done it more so. Mm. Um, and especially when we get to the fourth one, I wish that it had, you know, I wanted her to go full Sarah Connor in yeah. Terminator 2, like badass yeah. Sydney. Because she's just fucking dealt with this yeah, she multiple times. She should be yeah. pretty. And she's kind of, you know, the the bit where he shoots her and he thinks she's dead and then he looks back and she's gone in the way that Ghostface has been gone so many yeah. times before. I thought that was really nice. She jumps out and stabbing him with the ice pick and stuff. But that was really good. Um, I liked um, his... I liked that they tied the brother's motivation into uh, Thingy's motivation in the first one, Billy's motivation in the first oh, one. Oh, yeah, that he he'd, like, planted yeah. the, uh, the knowledge. I always like a kind of, it was me all along, Sydney, yeah. all this time it's been me behind the scenes pulling strings. Um, so I like that. I yeah. like that a lot. I think that's, I think that's fun. Um, and makes sense for a third one as well. Yeah. In a kind of closing of the trilogy, it has to be more personal. Yes, yeah. yeah change yeah. what you thought about the first ones. Uh, but the the one that I would like to talk about um, is Dewey and Gale. Um, oh, yeah. From being a good part of the Scream 2 for me. A thumbs up. Thought they were good. A thumbs up. Made sense. Developed the characters. Blah, blah, blah. This one, they just do it again. Like, well, we've got no idea what to do with them, so let's just do the same thing again. And they start off, oh, we tried to go out, but now we've worked out that it wasn't good. So now we're in the, exactly the same place as we were in the beginning of the second one. Maybe we're going to be at the, exactly the same place we were at the end of the second one, at the end of the third one, and everything's going to work out. Like, fuck off, guys. And Figure to out. go back to our Randy point, yeah. Randy makes it, they have to bring him back in a fucking VHS tape yeah. that he's filmed yes. too close. For a film studies guy, like, just stand back from the camera a little bit, Randy. I don't... Maybe he was trying to make an impact. Yeah, maybe. Um, keep him alive, kill Dewey and Gale. Yeah. Or, or one just or one other. of them. Yeah. Because at the end of the second yeah. one, their story's done. They've resolved whatever things they need to resolve. Kill Gale. Yeah. She's, yeah, she started off as an arsehole, started off as an antagonist. She's become a good She's, guy. Yeah. It's a so good time her to, story like, is complete. Out. Bosh, off she goes. Yeah. And then that gives Dewey something else, some kind of change to make for the third one. And something to deal with. Something to deal with, yeah. something to do, blah, blah, blah. And then when he gets the, there's this other woman pretending to be Gail, how does he feel about that? Because she is his, you know, he was in love with her and she's dead now. And, like, yeah. and keep Randy around. Because yeah. in this one, they do fuck all. It's just the same thing as the second one. Yeah. It's, I get sick of him. Like, go away. Go Stop away, this. guys. Stop this. Seen this? Move on. Maybe they were because they were married at the time. They wanted to relive their kind of, you know, meeting their heyday. Yeah, their honeymoon. The high period, point of Scream Two was way over by that point. It's possible. It's possible. I'm not going to lie to you. It's probably what it was. I mean, they did split up again for like another nine or ten years, but yeah, it's possible. Anything's possible, Dan. <laughs> Anything's possible in Hollywood. Uh, and then there's there is a, a gap. There is. We a have gap. the first three in you know three or four years. Then there's a gap. Then we get Scream Four, Scream the new generation. Four. Yes. What have you got? Okay. Um, negative. The Jill story. Jill. What was that? No. 
no, 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 no. And terribly acted at the end. <laughs> the worst by far of all four villain motive reveals. Worse than Mickey in yes. Scream 2. Yes. Wow. I just thought, oh God, I'm so embarrassed for you. This is so bad. I really didn't like it. Um, uh, there were too many red herrings again. I think you can lean too hard on it. Yeah. And it just, it if you go too hard, it undercuts the whole film. Yeah. And it did with this one. I felt it was, you know, leaning on the aunt and then it wasn't the aunt and it was leaning on the uh, friend, the blonde friend that kept disappearing. Yeah. Every, you know, important moment. Yeah. Um, and then they had the boyfriend thing and it was too much. Like, no. You have to, you have to be a little bit more subtle. I think. Yeah. It was annoying. Um, positive. I I um, thought that this film had. I liked the bit when. Uh, oh, when um, they're looking at their friend getting killed in the house yeah. next door, and Sid comes in and sees, and she just goes for it. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Because that's that kind of thing that's, you were saying. Yeah. Like you want, I I love that she's like, fuck it, I'm gonna run in there and yeah. get this guy, get yeah. this person, and like you know, deal with them. And I love that. I was like, yeah. Mm. And I think to your point, I would have liked to see more of that. But I did like that she just went in there. Yeah. Nobody with her, no D-G-A-F. weapon, was just like, right, let's yeah. end this now. I like that because uh, it shows the development and yeah. the kind of. I've had enough of this Logical. shit. Logical. She's, she's type of thing. yeah. She's been in these situations before. A lot of yeah. people are like you know paralyzed with fear. She's like, bitch, I've done this before. Yeah. I've survived. I'll deal with I'm it. I'm the unkillable woman. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I did really like that. I was kind of like, yeah. Yeah. Um, I found Gail Weathers in this just to be tiresome. Yep. Just stop it. Yep. Just, you should have been killed earlier than now and I'm just I'm bored of you and your kind of perky sassy journalist bit that you're not really a journalist anymore I don't know just I found it tiresome and not really very value added Mm. Um, and then negative the end bit at the hospital when um, they realise that it's her or just before yeah. Gail and Dewey realise that it's Jill and she's off in trying to kill Sydney, who would absolutely be dead. Yes. Like, she's been stabbed or shot. Stabbed twice. And so she's, like, maybe dead, mm. but just hanging on. And then she's kicking her in the stomach, <laughs> kicking her around the floor. Yeah. Like, this is a woman who was on the verge not half an hour ago. Yeah. And now is too much. I felt that was too much. I also hated the bit, all of that bit at the end, and that policewoman who they, also they cast suspicions on. Yeah. With that weird like <laughs> in the shadows bit, the like a creepy weirdo. Like nobody which would ever. Do in that. real life, she now that we know she's not a killer. If we watch that scene again, like she's insane. Yeah. That's insane. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So that feeds into my other point. But anyway. I will talk about the bit at the end in the hospital. As a negative, I just thought it was just so silly. I hated the bit that she got shot, you know, but she was wearing a vest 
Who got shot? The, that weird policewoman. Yes. Um, and she was all, I don't know, weird about it. And like, she saved Gail, so like now they'll be best friends yeah. because they had a little rivalry thing. Um, yeah, I hate all that bit where she's like, oh, right, I'm going to kill you because her plan has gone to shit at this point. Yeah. I get that she's like, if Sydney's not dead, then I'm in trouble. Yeah. But wouldn't you, like, she's just just come out of surgery or whatever. She's just hanging on yeah. by her fingernails to life. Can't you just turn off a machine or something? Yeah. Like, and instead it turns into this great big fight. I'm like, how are you going to explain this? <laughs> like, also, what kind of weird post-apocalyptic hospital is this where there's not a single <laughs> nurse or doctor <laughs> in sight? Like, post-apocalyptic. <laughs> it did feel like walking ridiculous. dead hospital. Ridiculous. <laughs> not a single... There's shots being fired, people being thrown across the room. Like, I don't want to ever go to hospital and have to deal with that hospital because, like... You're sure to die. <laughs> As in, even if there's not a psychopath in your room. But yeah, all of that was just so ridiculous. Yeah. Um, and again, it's that unraveling of the villain. Oh, I've got this plan and it's foolproof. I'm going to kill everyone. Also, side note, all of the villains in the two villain pairs yeah. kill each other. Yes. Which I think they yeah. could have made that a little bit more original and not done. I mean, that in the original, he only kills him because it's accidental because he goes too deep. Yes, but it seems kind of like he wanted to. Yeah. But yeah. Anyway. It's just because it's Skeet Ulrich. Yeah. He's a bad guy, clearly. Yes. But anyway, that whole last bit just stupid and inexplicable. There's yeah. no way that will work for her. Yeah. And she apparently has orchestrated this whole thing, so mm. she should know. She's smart. Yeah. Like, I need to be subtle about this. Mm. I can't throw her around the room and, like, <laughs> kick her, you know, to death. Yeah. Because somebody's going to be like, um... And then she I just goes she back didn't to die of natural down. causes here. Seems like something else was going on. Um, she comes in, like, if her plan works, and she just leaves Sydney dead on the floor, and the doctor comes in and goes... Yeah, she didn't make it. I don't know what I don't know what's happened here, but oh, she was almost again. dead. Now this happens she's all dead. the time when I go home for the night. Come home <laughs> at the beginning of that scene as well. Like Sydney goes for like the buzzer or whatever. Like press it. There's no one yeah. here. Yeah. Press it all you want, sweetheart. Yeah, someone will be around next week to see how you're doing. Ridiculous. And it's not even like she barricaded the door or something. No. You know. Just nobody even cared. No, no. <laughs> Not a single person no. in that whole hospital had any clue that that was going on. Yeah. Insane. Yeah, it's crazy. Just too much. Too much for you. You didn't yeah. like it. Yeah. Uh, well, that the final reveal was in my was in my um, negative. The hospital, or the like. Uh, her more of the speech. speech thing. Oof. However. Oof. Because I think it was bad. And I think she performed it badly and it was written badly and set up badly. Yeah. However, uh-uh. the notion of fame at any cost, I put that in the positives. Because uh. I thought that's, I think that's a good motivation. I think the idea, they needed to set it up more. They needed mm. her to be 
like have set up earlier in the film that she's pretty unpopular at school. She yeah. doesn't have a lot of friends. She doesn't have a lot going she for is, her. But she like, is popular. She's got all popular. these like hot cool. friends and hey, yeah. yeah, I'm going to all these cool parties and they're cool enough to look down on the, like, the yeah. film guys. So they've yeah. obviously got some kind of social standing. But if she had no social standing, yes, you wouldn't get her friends, but you could work something else out with that. Um, but she, and so nobody pays any attention to her. Yeah. But then she's got this cousin who everybody pays attention to her for what, re- like, she hasn't really done anything. Yeah. As she says, like, you know, you get famous in America for just having terrible shit happen to you. Yeah. Um, so I think that's a good, I think it could have worked well. Yeah. But I, yeah, she, I think she, she did it awfully. Yeah. Um, it was really kind of preening. And, ha, 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 I've outwitted you all. Yeah. yeah it was terrible. Um... I thought it was a, a good um, whodunit. I think it was probably the best of the whodunits for me in terms As of... As in you didn't know. Yeah. And I suspect it's... Better so- than Scream Free. You didn't know it was the director. Well, I didn't know that it was the director, but I suspected more people in this one. Yeah, see, I didn't like that. Oh. But yeah, it's your point. Of like, yeah. I, thought, I thought it was Hayden Thingy. I thought it was... Her uh, the the police woman, police woman, the two cops. I thought because they were abs, you know, handily missing on the thing. Thought maybe them. Oh, yeah. Like there were lots of different ones. Like, oh, maybe it's oh, maybe it's this one. Um, so I thought that was good. Um, I liked the because this one has a different has something that the others don't have in that it's a film kind of about teens but also kind of about adults as well. And the adults are kind of the protagonists in a way that they haven't been for any of the other films mm. because they're all, you know, it's focusing on the teens. Yeah. Um, and so I quite liked, I mean, it only cropped up a couple of times, but I quite liked the kind of disdain that the adults had for the teenagers. Uh-huh. Like in their, like, film club thing. And they're like, oh, well, boo ba doo ba doo ba doo And I'm like, oh, for fuck's sake. And they just walk off. Like, you're not getting a Q&A. Fuck you. It's like, oh, well, yeah, okay, we're little kids. Oh, yeah, sure. Um, so I quite like that. <laughs> I quite liked it because teenagers are stupid. Yeah. And this is the first film that was able to say that because by saying that, it wasn't saying that its protagonist was stupid. Yeah. It was, you know. um, the one that I'm going to talk about a little bit um, is that uh, it doesn't really have any rules. Because it tries to talk a lot about, oh, in remakes this happens, and in remakes this happens. But I feel like nothing really... No. Th- there aren't really any of those things. And in terms of horror remakes, yeah. in terms of your Texas Chainsaw Massacres and your Nightmare on Elm Streets and your, you know... I think those are the only... I don't think there's been a Friday the 13th one. Halloween. Like, the only rule is that they're not very good. Um, <laughs> and so, I yeah, I, one of the, the, the joys of Scream... And the first three were able to, you know, it got a little bit tenuous at two and three. Yeah. But the first one is just about horror films. The second one is about horror sequels. Everything's got to be increased. The third one's about, oh, the resolution of a trilogy. So yeah. it's less about horror films and more just about general trilogy yeah. enders. Um, but this having like, oh, it's a remake. It's like, oh, they're just shit. And they don't really have that many rules. So it kind of feels like it didn't really. Yeah. It needed a, a kind of. More of a cohesive, like. Yeah structure because again that's a, that's that's what makes a scream a scream and not just a you know another slasher film yeah yeah i think the fourth one just did a really bad job of um yeah of setting itself up yeah it just yeah i feel like it 
giving a reason for it. its own existence. Yeah, like what's the point? Why of this? are we here? Yeah, and then that yeah the insane fame thing. And I think you're right. That's a good point. If it had been developed in a better way, yeah. the fame idea could yeah. have been a good one, but it was not very good. And I quite like the fact that you get that little bit where I mean she's still stabbing herself but she does the thing that the guys in the first one didn't do of like right let's make sure everyone's dead she thinks before she does it and so whilst you're seeing that you're like oh shit is she gonna get away with this and so then that would be a cool thing of like she does get away with this and so then in you know Scream 5 or whatever that was planned but never happened you kind of it's it turns everything on its head because you know who Ghostface is before or you or know, you know who Ghostface was. Yeah. There's another Ghostface, yeah. and she's like, "But that wasn't, you know, everyone yeah. thinks it's the same one." But I don't know. Um, Someone who knows her secret. Yeah, yeah. So that brings a whole, you know, that you're not really for the protagonist. That would have been interesting. Mm. Um, but then, yeah, to have that hospital bit at the end was terrible. And the Alison Brie car park murder was stupid. Again, just another. She wanted to die. Yeah, like you're in a car. That you can lock from the inside. And you have a phone that works. You have a phone that works. Okay, so the car doesn't work or doesn't move or whatever. Even if you're going to make a run for it, you take off your heels and you throw whatever your fucking papers are away. carrying all that shit. (laughs) Come on, man. Just ridiculous. Leave it alone. Like, I just, uh, yeah. No. You obviously want to die, so go ahead and do it. Just please. Just uh, you would never, you would never, I mean, apart from anything else, I don't know about, I don't know about Alison Brie, but for me, <laughs> I wouldn't have gotten out of that car for all the money in the world. No. Like, I couldn't have. My my paralyzing terror would have <laughs> pinned me to that seat. Yeah. And she just, or you would have tried beeping. Yeah. It's a car park. Perhaps somebody's coming by. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah, I've got a phone here. Yeah. I could call the police, my friends, some random person that I want to catch up with. Yeah. Anyone, a, any single person in the whole world. And they don't even say, oh, you know, your phone's not working. Mm. Because it is. <laughs> and they're like, yeah, her phone works. She just doesn't want to use it. Yeah. Has she got her phone with her? Yeah. Has she dropped it or broken it? No. No. Yeah. It's fine. It's mm-hmm. just there. Is she carrying it with her? Sure. Along with her papers. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> what is going on? These are important papers, <laughs> Tiffany. Important papers. Just ridiculous. Absurd. I mean, yeah. If I were in a film like that, I'd have to be like, could Come we on, just please adjust this a little bit? <laughs> like, just so that it makes some kind of sense. Because you could even have... She looks around for her phone. She yes. sees the phone. She dropped the phone. It's yes. outside. Exactly. She opens the door. She, she rushes to over it. to the phone. She goes to get it. She hears a noise. She thinks, no, I don't have time to do that now. I'm out of the car. I've yep. got to run. Yeah. Or yep. you're done. You're good. You're fine. Yep. Drop your papers. Sure. Get rid Leave, of them. Get rid of those fucking papers. <laughs> like, what are you doing with those papers? <laughs> Unless they are all of your money and you're like, the, you have a stolen from... I don't know where. Like, there's no reason for you it's to be carrying travelers anything. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Um, so that was a three for me. That was a one for me. Whoa! Damn. So you didn't like that one at all. Fair no. enough. Um, so what? So for you... So for me, it was a four, a two, a slightly better two, and then a three. 
Um, for me, it was a four, a one, a three, and a one. Wow. Real ping pong and back and forth with you. Yes. Yikes. Um, so there we go. That was our uh, spoiler. Is there anything else that you'd like to mention? Overall, how do you? What are your thoughts on the Scream franchise? I think um, there's very uh, the first one is obviously very good, and the yep. rest are not. But there is still enjoyment to be found yeah. in watching them. Yeah, I think I think they're a good group of films for this kind of time of year, and they're kind of fun to watch. Uh, if not, you know, quality film. But, I mean, half of your ratings, uh, this is a this is a bad, this is not an enjoyable film. Well, it's a bad film. Yes. But this is, no, because this but is... But I enjoyed the act of watching all of them. So then that means it's good. I think sometimes it's, it's fun to watch bad films, but it doesn't make them less bad. Hmm, interesting. I, I would disagree with that. But I can't, if I'm looking at it per the point system, my point would be, it's funny to watch a bad film. Yeah. But that's not a point about the film. But that's still, you're watching a film and then you're bringing everything that you have into that film. Other people might not find it fun to watch a bad film. So they would mark it as just, this was, it was boring. Yes. And so for me, a one would say, this is a boring film. I did not enjoy the act of watching this film what i'm saying is i enjoyed the act of watching all of these films okay if you told me to sit and watch screen two again i would say no okay because i think it's a bad film that's an, that's I an think interesting distinction watching all of these films together and enjoying them yeah it was it was fun to watch them and to compare them and to see the way it develops okay but do i think screen two was a good film no did I do I think is an enjoyable film to watch? No. Okay. Okay. So that's good. Yeah, that's good. Because otherwise, we're going to have to re-record this whole thing with uh, a whole new set of. Uh... I just think it was a fun exercise. The whole yeah. thing. But, so what? what yes. Would you, if you had to give a grade to the Scream franchise overall? Oh, would you say it was excellent? Would you say it was very good? Would you say it was? Good. Or or. or... I'd yeah, say it's a three out of a five. It's a three. It was. Yeah. Good, enjoyable, yeah. worth a watch. Yeah. Good. Nice. I think I'll probably agree with that. Good. Three to a bit of low three. <laughs> so that was our spoiler field review of the entirety of the Scream Elegy. Next year we'll do all ten films of Friday the thirteenth. Oh right? God. No. Probably not. Oh god no. Oh god no. Oh <laughs> oh no, sweetheart. No, we're not doing that. We're not doing that. Um yeah, thank you very much for listening. Um, uh, let us know if you think that we were wrong or right or just anything. Just get in touch. Or just recommendations talk to us, for, for better trilogies Ooh, or other. Yeah, that's a good one because we're not horror literature. Scarer films. Fairest films. <laughs> um, uh, Facebook and Instagram at Welcome to Flicks uh, and let us know. Um, Tiffany B, thank you for sitting through all these films. Welcome. Discussing them. But I'm glad to hear that it was an enjoyable experience for you. Yes. Um, that was the Scream Elegy. Tiffany B. Yeah. What did we learn? Gosh, I think the biggest lesson from these films we learned is there's always two killers. Except for the third one. Oh, yeah. Oh! This old Roman was the only one. Gosh, that is so true. Right? 
Wow. Okay. You just turned my world upside down. Um, Okay. What we've learned is if there are two killers, one is significantly more stupid than the other. There's no parity in their intelligence or ability. Yeah. It's just. There's always one with the plan and and one who's just like, I start murdering people. I'm just here for the ride. <laughs> Isn't it fun? Murdering. I'm just having a great time. <laughs> Colkin, brother. Gave me a part. I took it. Don't even care. <laughs> yeah. It was great. Although they did promise that I'd get to kiss Hayden Panettieri and that fucker interrupted it. They didn't tell me that. Arse. But still, I've had a brilliant time. I'm going to get home. I'm going to text Macaulay, say, guess what I've been doing? Acting. Acting in a murder film. Oh, it's terrible fun, isn't it? Oh, it's terrible fun. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So what we really learned is that Rory Culkin is developmentally disabled. No, what we've learned is there's no stopping the Culkins, baby. (laughs) You think they've all grown up? No, there's four others. They just get churned out on a conveyor belt somewhere. You're like, this can't be a Culkin, surely. No. And this is... I thought I'd seen all the Culkins. <laughs> and is this Macaulay's son? No, it's still his younger brother. Each one. But because of the cloning process, yeah. each one gets stupider and stupider and stupider. Oh. Until one's going to be born that's just, just a lump with a heart. Some and kind of like Hollywood... Anus cloning process <laughs> where they've just got like a bank of Culkins they just pull out every now and again here you go come on your turn <laughs> they did it with the Baldwins so they just yeah. gave up after four they're like yeah this isn't going well we Jeez. went too far this dropped off real <laughs> steep after Alex fuck me oh dear cheers <laughs>